Not long ago, we put out a video called The Consequences of Lifting the Torah Above Yeshua. And it really sparked a lot of comments on that video. I think there's probably over 50 comments now. And it really brought to light another related issue that I was quite shocked to see its prevalency of. And many people rightfully so made the point that Yeshua is the Torah. And it reminded me of something that was also viral regarding one of the chosen episodes where they have a time, a scene where the actor who plays Jesus says, I am the law of Moses. I am the law of Moses. <laughs> that is a clearly true statement in that he walked out the law perfectly. He never failed. He never sinned. He never fell short. That's why he could be our savior. That's why he could die. That's why he could be called perfect and worthy is the lamb who was slain worthy because he walked out the law perfectly. So there's no dispute about that. However, in saying Jesus is the law of Moses, Yeshua is the law of Moses. There are a few pitfalls because not everyone means the same when they say that. Okay, We have a group of people who are offended at that statement because they do not like the law of Moses. Okay, I'm not one of those people. I believe that it was handed down from God. I believe it was written by the finger of God. It was from heaven. I don't believe it's man-made on any of that. But then there are there's another group of people who consider the law of Moses as literally being Yeshua and that Yeshua is literally the law of Moses. That's the problem. We have to really clarify what we mean by when we say Yeshua is the Torah. It is holy. It is good as God delivered it. But think about why the law was even given in the first place. It was given to show our sin. It was given to demonstrate to mankind our inadequacy and the reason we're separated from God. In fact, even today, we make laws because of sin. The and the very first time there was murder, there was a law that came into being. Do not murder one another. It's not good. When someone stole the first time, a law was made. Well, do not steal. That's not a good idea. Laws come to be because of transgression. If there was no transgression, as there was in the garden before the fall, well, there was no law in the way that we think about the law today, because it is sin and transgression that called for the need for God to give us laws. Let me give you another example. The Yeshua Jesus spoke about divorce. And he said, Moses permitted it. He gave you a certificate of divorce, but from the beginning, it was not so. Interesting statement. He's saying in the garden before the fall, obviously, there was no such thing as a certificate of divorce because that was not needed. Why? Because there was no such thing as a relationship that merited the need for divorce. It was because of sin that crept into humanity 
where either the husband or the wife or both live ungodly, have sin in their life, and then divorce is needed to protect, to um, to bring about a better situation, even though it's not God's desire from the beginning, as from the beginning, it was not so. So we see by this example that the laws are given by God because of our failures, because of our sins, because of the evil in the world and the nature of this fallen world. That means that that it is not God's desire ultimately in a perfect world like in the garden for there to be even provision made for divorce. In other words, Yeshua is saying that from the beginning it was not so. What he is saying is, if you have two people together who love me, who are sold out for me, who you know, who are who have who have died to themselves, who are not in, falling into those kinds of sins, those serious kinds of sins that should not be even spoken of in our midst anymore, then there should never be divorce among you. The the divorces only come in because of your sin. And so why am I sharing all of this? Because sometimes people look at something like the law of divorce. Oh, but that's in the Torah. That's the law of God. That's Jesus is the law. So they use it as an excuse to push the boundaries and to divorce a spouse, even though the the true weight of the matter was not considered in light of how serious God considers the matter. And then we drag Yeshua into this because, well, he is the law and therefore he permitted divorce. Well, in reality, yes, he did because of the hardness of your heart. And if we are in him, we ought not to have hardness of heart. And so we I'm just, I guess, saying by all of this that we have to be careful. The law is holy, righteous and good. However, there are provisions in the law made for the sake of sin. Laws were given because of our sin. Whereas if we live a righteous life, those laws should not even be needed to be put into application because we no longer live in sin. So be careful as to how you approach the law of God, because Yeshua has not come to lower the standard, but raise it. He has said that it is a heart issue now. That it's not just what you do outwardly, but how you look at others in your heart, how you treat and how you love or hate in your heart that will justify or condemn you. And so therefore, yes, the law in of itself is perfect, but Yeshua came to fulfill it, as he said in Matthew 5, 17. And that fulfillment calls for a deeper, greater righteousness that we need to uphold because of the revelation of the cross we now know that calls us and the ability of the Holy Spirit to empower us to a greater holiness. All of these things means that Yeshua is not just the Torah. He's much more than that. Yeshua is not just the law. The law is a low standard because it's unfulfilled in its written form. Yeshua came in the living Torah format, lived it out for us to see as inspired by the Holy Spirit 
And now in giving us the Holy Spirit, he inspires us to live the living Torah out, which is a higher standard than this simple written Torah that makes provision for divorce, while divorce should not even be named among you anymore. And Yeshua not only in that sense is more than the Torah, but in another sense, he is more because the Torah is not salvation. Yeshua is. So to call the Torah is Yeshua, that would be to say the Torah is salvation. It is not salvation in of itself. It leads to him. It points to him who is salvation. But in of itself, the Torah will save no one. If the Torah was enough to save, well, there would be no need for a Messiah to come afterwards. But of course, Yeshua, Jesus had to come as our savior to save us from our bondage, which is what is our bondage? The inability to keep the Torah in the first place that condemns us before God. And so he comes and dies in our place, takes on the punishment that we deserved to cleanse us and empower us to walk as he walked. The law will never save you. Yeshua is the only one who can. Your ability, your works, what you bring to the table in of itself cannot save you. It is only Yeshua who could save you. And you must empty yourself, grab a hold of a seat and come to him as your savior. And then because of your faith and love for him, your obedience and righteous deeds will follow as he empowers you through your faith in him. I believe it was important for me to make this clear so that we don't fall into an error of without realizing it, lowering Yeshua to simply the written text when he walked that out, but is so much more than simply the written text.